This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Anita Tlazo is my guest, 26-year-old designer and creative director, and then, of course, founder and designer of Afro Grunge, a fashion brand uh, that's also seeking to diverge uh, from the stereotype uh, of what we normally get out there. So the, so the, the differentiation between the Denzel Taylors of this world and the, and the, and the new stuff that is, that, is, that is out there. Also, of course, uh, in a young South Africa at the Now Gallery in London until November 19, there's the work from six uh, photographers and creatives being documented and documenting the diversity of style, talent, and of course, thriving subculture amongst what is also known as the AMA 2000s, the South African term for that generation uh, Z. But it is also, of course, the showcase, the evolving cultural identity of our country. Let me bring Anita Lazo into the conversation. Anita, how are you, Anita? I'm super nervous, but good. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Anita Flazo, you shouldn't be super nervous. Why why would you be super nervous, Anita? Because I I'm not sure what to say or what to expect, but um But it's an but it's an interview it's an interview about your talent, right? Yes. And and you think you have talent, right? I, the answer is I yes mean, as well, of course. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm oh wow! Look at that. And here we are, Anita Flaz. Anita, let's 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 then just you know break the break the nervous cycle, right? Okay. Uh, uh, just 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 give us then an in. I've 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 already just spoken here about you know uh, your your founding and 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 your design elements and stuff like that. But then just just give us an in into then Anita because what we've what we've done here is we had Mandisa Dlanga who you know at seventy years old is producing her first album out there and you know has been working with legends and legends and legends and so the the team thought you know to 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 just balance things a, a little. bit but let's let's talk to you know young on the other side and and how they busy with you know the creative space so tell us tell us who Anita Flazo is well i am a fashion designer i feel like i don't exist without my with established that it's a talent yeah. um because when you ask me like who i am outside of that i don't think i've had um, time to really be a normal person yeah. <laughs> outside of just constantly um, working and just bettering my craft and seeing how far I could I could take it. Yeah. So Anita is a fashion designer that has been fashion designing ever since she's been interested um, in that um, mm. space or art form. Yeah. Um, I'm 26 years old. I'm from Cape Town. And I started this band literally out of personal experience and experimentation of my look. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, people are not, like 50% of people are not really, um, don't understand the way I'm dressing and how I'm dressing. Yeah. And uh, other people are uh, commended and think, well, and thought um, it was very courageous of me to step out mm. in how I just wanted to step out. 
Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, let me just package this, learn about <laughs> yeah. design, and then <laughs> learn about design and start my own brand and mm. be a form of um, a space that can educate people on this grunge style yeah. and then still stick to what I love without always having to get direct feedback from people of how um, strange and different um, it is to them, especially within like our communities, Elokshin. Yeah. So, so here's the thing for me, Anita. Is yeah. when the first thing you said to me is, "I'm so nervous," you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 then as soon as we start talking about who Anita is, you start talking about how you 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 created your own brand, how you stepped outside of everything, and how you dress differently. So 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 why why when you've already kind of done it in your space, in your personal space, and the way you look and feel, you know, with all of that. Would there be a nervousness about speaking about all of that? And 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 yeah, you know, you've got you've got the courage and 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 the and everything else that goes with. Yeah, I'm bold enough to go out into the street and look like this, and then nervous enough to come on to Power ninety eight point seven and say, I'm so nervous. You know, I I, I don't know. What with interviews or just having people ask and having to answer, I think it's it's very different from just being creative. Because yeah. I think with my creativity, it comes natural. Mm. People, like you said, I was bold, but in when I did it, it was a norm. So I think for me, speaking and describing my experiences and sort of sharing my vision takes a lot of courage, and I yeah. need to be bold for that. Yeah. Um, compared to the the creative side, which is literally, I wake up and I think of weird stuff that I want to bring into existence, and mm. I have the power to do that by sewing and and making these garments and visions. Mm. So, yeah, the I think I need some media training <laughs> to calm myself down and and understand that um, I need to to enjoy the storytelling, so that if anyone else listens to this, they would be inspired and and mm. have the power to start their own brands or own projects or anything of that nature. Well, let's 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 inspire let's inspire, right? So so okay. here, here here I am in Anita from Ukasi and then has a vision and and it's all started at a particular place and you know that vision and and that look was 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 something very very different and you know not not normal. And yeah. so so when you when you say you wanted to you know part of the journey is to inspire and and let other people step out of their comfort zone then yeah. tell us tell us a little bit then of your journey then as to where where it all started and and how you get to the place where you know this is this is your look and this is what you're designing and this is you know the 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 look that you're taking out into the into the market how did it all start it started with um, documentation. So I really loved clothes. I loved thrifting. I didn't enjoy buying in big retail stores because I yeah. didn't want to bump into someone else that looked like <laughs> that looked like me. Okay. So I made sure I, I found unique pieces at very yeah. affordable prices. Yeah. And I started taking pictures of myself. I would publish that. I would hashtag Afrogrunge because my style, I, before it was a brand, it was and my that's the And that's the name of the brand, right? Yes, yes. Afrogrunge. So, yes, so I would okay. hashtag Afrogrunge. I would post it everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, so I think the first step is sort of understanding what it is you want to do, documenting it so that you're able to measure and grow and see where you started and sort of have a, an idea of where you'd like to go, create your own aspirations mm. and then build from that. So mm. I think the first step is to take initiative, mm. understand um, what it is you want or how you are apart from yeah. other people. Yeah. And then can I say those capitalize on that yeah. <laughs> um, and just carry on um, li- literally doing what you want to do. I think um, a lot of people, feel, or at least I also felt like I needed to succeed like immediately because I had this great idea and I was mm. owed success. Mm. But I feel like I was owed success. Could, yeah, <laughs> you know when you struggle, mm. like hey, I've been struggling for so long. Yeah. When is this thing coming? But I think with consistency, repetition, it mm. becomes second nature to to grow and expand out of where you are, where you were before, and sort of surpass your limitations and yeah. and become better. So I think the first step is to realize your passion or whatever it is you want to do, mm. work on it consistently and you'll reach places you've never really thought of um, reaching before. So even with me, like, I'm sorry, I'm talking quite a bit. No, no, no. But this, this, I didn't think this I would is, be... This is where you do get to talk quite a bit. This is, this okay. is, this is that um, moment. Mm. Yes. So I didn't... Some of the stuff that I've... I've done I've never really thought about but they've come my way because other people have seen my consistency or because of what I've done or how I've been building up mm. people sort of uh, catch on that and, and want to be a part of that or want to test you out and see how you would do in in certain projects or spaces so yeah. consistency understanding what you want to do and continuously growing mm. um, would be the first step sure you know, you know, you 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 remind me, Anita Flazo, of of and 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 I'll say this, and 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 I don't think he will mind uh, when when if I if I said this, you remind me of of Givenem Kari, who is of course the chairman here uh, at Power ninety eight point seven, um, and when when he said, you know, um, and and you you and the brand you 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 took, and he says in a particular interview, you know when. When he conceptualized the idea of a talk radio station, which is this one, Power ninety eight point seven, right? Yeah. He, he he took the difficult route. He went talk radio. He could have taken a route that was music, and we play music, and we jive, and and it makes him a lot of lot of money, and everybody makes a lot of money, and and all of the stuff. He took the hard yeah. route, and he chose the hard path, and it and it's talk radio, you know, and and you seem to have. You know, conceptualized the hard path journey as well. You went and looked at, you know, a fashion design that that's not out there. That that yeah. you know, you're not going to, you know, identify on the street immediately and say, "Hey, look, ten of those people out of those twenty, are, you know, are, are wearing." Look you know, like abs- me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm unique. You know, you could you know. At any given point, you would be unique in 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 an area. What made yeah. you take? What made you like him take the hard path? You're you're why you just made the question hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think um, I okay. So I don't okay. 
there's, I want to answer this in a way that will answer the question, but not how I think you want to hear it. Yeah, so not- I didn't necessarily choose the hard part. I think what was hard about my journey was the mm-hmm. fact that I was not just limited to what was happening in South Africa in terms mm-hmm. of style and influence. Yeah. So I had a phone, lucky for me, and had access to the internet. So... And also, I'm an only child, so my days after school would be spent mm. on my phone, mm. and I would sort of see what other people are doing. That, and, that thing about know, being an only child is a problem, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're limited in human interaction, okay? So you were on your phone as an only child. Yes. There you are. I can picture you yes. now. So, okay, you get the vision. Yeah. So, um, and so the world, had, the world had opened up to you. Exactly. So when I saw um, sort of subcultures and styles that I related to and really took interest in, Mm. um, that to me was a nice moment. Mm. But then I realized that it's a light switched or the hard parts came in where I would step outside of my door and realize that actually Mm. I'm still within the South African context. I'm still walking in the streets of Kukuletu, Nyanga or Langa. And a lot of people aren't exposed to what I'm exposed to on my phone. Mm. So I think the hard road came there where, again, like I said, 50% of people were like, hey, when's Andoni? Like, what are you yeah, doing? Why are you dressed like yeah. this? Mm. Um, whereas other people felt like saw it as courageous, saw mm. it as Hashtag when's Andoni. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So mm. I think it was hard in that sense of how some people interacted with me. And um, being young, I wasn't... Uh, super emotionally intelligent to the point where I would be like, okay, I understand it's your opinion. It has nothing to do with me. It's just, mm. it's new to you. So it's how you react. So mm. I couldn't um, make those distinctions. So that's why I was like, I just was like, okay, I can't handle some of these comments. Let me just learn design, mm. continue this thing, but through a different means. Instead of styling myself, let me learn how to make clothes and, and continue with the style but in, in, in a different um, way. Mm. So I think the hard part was just interactions and struggling to to be brave, I guess, most of the time, um, and then just channeling all that energy into something else. But it wasn't, like I said, like I, I enjoyed um, being different. I wasn't mm. forcing it. It's just I understood that the communal culture in my area was very different from from some of the information I was getting at, at a global um, level. Mm. Sure. When, so, when 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 do you begin to realize that you you can actually make you know a living from this? You can actually make money from this, or you actually realize I'm not going to make money from this. You know, hey, it's, it's a unique. When 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 I realized this, when... the first one, I mean, the <laughs> second one first, and the the first one later. So I, money-wise, I mm. I realized it was hard to make money. I think that was my first realization because I left when, well, I didn't leave. I finished mm. school. I, I have a degree, guys, and I have a diploma in fashion design. But immediately after um, graduating, I started my business. And I thought, like, remember when I said I was owed success? I thought things were just going to happen because I was talented and, and I have the skills. But I realized that... Mm. This thing is a business and I lacked some business knowledge, which I learned like over the years. So this is my fifth year um, running my own business. 
So I think I'm starting to realize now that actually I can make money. Mm. I'm busting those, um, you know, with, with artists or creative space that if you're an artist, you you'll probably struggle, or it's not a, mm. um, it's not a career that's gonna generate mm. money. Yeah. Um, but I'm realizing there's actually there is some money here. You just need to figure mm. out how to get it and. Um, you need to sort of package yourself and understand the business side of things and not just be mm. a creative 24-7. Mm. So the first few years, yeah, I realized, like, ah, I call money after the money. Mm. <laughs> but then as I learned, I realized, actually, I need more skills and I need to upskill myself and I need to mm. continue learning in order for me to actually function and, and, and be able to generate an income from mm. um, this passion of mine. So... How much of an inter- how much of an inter- international element is there to it to to your business? You know, I mean, you 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 speak of you know uh, engaging the world. The phone the phone had opened up things. You know, when people yeah. made certain comments, you know that was you know it's like yeah, fine, make the comments, but that's not my space. That's not my time. That's not my world. You know, yeah. I'm I'm busy with my own thing over here. How much how much in this business um, do we do we you know or do you engage? And are you playing into the international space? I have a hashtag that says Afro Grunge to the world. Yeah. And I was thinking about this interview today and sort of thinking about the the hashtag. I think I've said it or I've written it so much that it's, it sounds so cheesy, but like it's attracting the international audience. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I feel like mo- most of my sales come from um, international people, but then not in an inten- in intentional way. Mm. So I don't, I haven't really sat down and planned to target an international market. Yeah. It's just that it's been coming to me yeah. um, through the platforms or channels that I sell through. For instance, now I sell at a market at the waterfront and it has like a lot of international um, customers. And one of the stores I saw through in Cape Town also has quite a bit of, of international um, customers that come to Cape Town to visit. Mm. So I do sell um, to quite a lot of international people, but it's not mm. it's not been um, a thing that I'm like, okay, let me let me strategize and let me do this and let me sell mm. um, overseas. But I'm disappointed in South Africa <laughs> um, in terms of people buying. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I might be uh, full of myself, but I feel like I'll reach a point where I'm known internationally and only after some time the South African um, us. Yeah. I feel like I'm excluding um, myself yeah. and I feel the South African market will finally um, catch on. But, yeah, I think the brand has come full circle from seeing the world on your phone mm. and now to literally being in that world um, with my work and, and my aspirations. Sure. Anita, so, let's, let's, let's Stan, Stan has just come on, and I, I think Stan might have a question or a comment. Stan, you've got a question and a comment? I mean, hi, Denzel, how are you? I'm good. Stan, Stan, you've got an echo. Okay, Stan, you've got rid of it. Stan, you've got a qu- question or a comment? Uh, I think I've got two comments, uh, Denzel. Sure, bro. One, I'm just fascinated about the story of the lady. I'm actually from Cape Town as well, from Kailitna. Yeah. Uh, but I'm so I like what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, I think she must just keep up the good work. Sure, man. The second one, uh, Denzel, is I, I'm thinking about this fashion design thing 
not making money in the beginning. Yeah. So my first aunt wants to do fashion. Uh, yeah. She's in high school. When she told me the first time, I freaked out. <laughs> I'm like, I take you to a very expensive school and then you want to go and do this thing. Mm. So, but then I actually had to go and do some research about and, about it. And a and conversation then, like this is helping you, right, Stan? Very much. So that's why I'm saying, you know, I'm listening to 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 your guest, and it gives me a different perspective to say I'm not just supporting my child because yeah. she's my child. There's also some opportunities. I just need to help her to navigate it around. Wow, Stan. Stan, that's brilliant. Anita, th- there you go. Anita, you, you, I mean, you know, Stan says, you know, he, he's, he's, his child comes and says, I want, I want to be a fashion designer. And he was like, yo, 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 I'm sending you to private school and all of these yeah, things. Yeah, it's and, very hard to hear that from your child. Yeah. Because, because you've, got all a, you've got a route planned out and everything, and then they take the hard, they take the hard route to it. What, yeah. what advice would you give, Anita? I think um, just allow them to to try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, this this is so this is going to be a bit um, controversial, but yeah. if you can convince them to um, study still yeah. what you had in plan for them after they finish fashion, I think mm-hmm. maybe negotiate that. Be like, okay, okay, you can do your fashion design for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'll give you a year to try it out, mm. but in exchange for um, let them you know, do their dream, yeah. Let them do yeah. their dream. Don't don't end the dream and just force your own upon them. Mm. Exactly, but do yeah. give them the option to also try sure. out um, the other path and see if they can't um, blend it together. Because remember. I qualified in fashion design, but then when I started the business, I realized that I still needed to learn yeah. about business. So maybe the other subject that they were doing would actually also assist them within sure. the fashion space and give them a, a unique quality that would set them apart from everyone else. Because to be honest, the the fashion space is very saturated. So yeah. You'd have to be smart and, and have something that will set you apart from the rest so that yeah. you can you can make it. Sure. So. Let's let's yeah, let's, let's 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 do the whole make it element part, you know, real. How how do yeah. people find you, uh, Anita? How do people so find I'm you? Where do where, where does Denzel everywhere. suddenly walk down the street in 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 Afro grunge, you know, because he he knows Anita? Where do I find you? <laughs> okay, so I am on Instagram at Afro grunge, Facebook yeah. at Afro grunge. Um, you can shop our looks at Cape Town and Johannesburg. We're mm-hmm. in a store called Cola 22 in Observatory, Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And we're in a store called 99 Plus Design Store in Bramfontein. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have a website, www.afrogrange.co.za, where you can shop the look. Um, and if you need any advice mm-hmm. or any, have any questions for me, you can Facebook me at Anita Shazo um, on Facebook. Sure. I'm taking interns if people want to learn. Oh, wow. They can come through my office and mm. um, so maybe... Oh, and he did, and he did say, Stan, Stan did say, Stan did say, you know, yes. uh, yeah, that the, you know, Cape Town and all of that. So, yes. yes. Mm. Anita, yeah. 
Thank you so much for opening yourself up to interns as well and, you know, uh, uh, giving back. And I, I feel also at my point of where I am in the industry, it's so important to give back and, 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 and teach others. Uh, Anita, yeah. when, you, when you've made your, your, your 10 million, 20 million and 30 million, you come back here to Power 98.7, right? And you say, <laughs> I did it, you know? <laughs> yes, How's that? please. I'll accept that. Anita That's Fla- a challenge I'm willing to accept, yes. Anita Slazo, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. That's Anita Slazo, 26-year-old design and creative director. Yes, Afro Grunge. And there you got it. She's also taking on interns. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.